Hello, listeners, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 8 of Did That Really Happen? Where we explore strange, interesting, and vague moments in history to find out if they really happened or if they're all just misunderstood urban legends. In today's episode, we'll discuss a legend surrounding a fleeing prince in the aftermath of the doomed Jacobite Rebellion in Scotland. Did Bonnie Prince Charlie really dress in drag to escape the English? Let's find out. As someone with Scots-Irish heritage and a love for history, the events surrounding the Jacobite uprisings have always fascinated me. The Jacobite uprising of 1745 is one of the most intriguing parts of Scottish and English history. In short, Highlanders loyal to James Stewart and his claim to the thrones of England, Scotland, and Ireland supported James's eldest son, Charles Stewart, as he tried to take back the crown of Great Britain for his father. This culminated in an all-out rebellion at the Battle of Culloden, but the Highlanders were defeated by the English, and Prince Charles quickly plotted his escape. You see, for the Highlanders, George II wasn't the rightful ruler of Great Britain at the time, as Charles' grandfather, James II and VII, was removed from the throne during the Glorious Revolution. But the Scottish people could never seem to fully unite behind the idea of rebelling against the crown ultimately leading to their defeat. After the Glorious Revolution of 1688, James II and VII was replaced as the King of England, Ireland, and Scotland by his Protestant daughter Mary and her Dutch husband William. Because neither Mary, who died in 1694, nor her sister Anne had surviving children, their Catholic half-brother James Francis Edward was the heir apparent. But the 1701 Act of Settlement barred Catholics from the throne, therefore Anne's successor was the distantly related but Protestant Electress Sophia of Hanover, when Anne became queen in 1702. Sophia died in June 1714, and Sophia's son ascended as George I when Anne died two months later in August. The chief source of support for the exiled Stuarts, Louis XIV of France, died in 1715, and his heirs wanted peace with Britain so that they could reconstruct their economy. The Anglo-French alliance of 1716 prompted James to flee France. He moved to Rome on a papal pension, making him even less appealing to the Protestants who made up the bulk of his British supporters. The following Jacobite uprisings in 1715 and 1719 failed miserably. By the late 1730s, French leaders saw the post-1713 rise of British commerce as a danger to Europe's balance of power, and the Stuarts were one of several possible solutions. The French, however, realized that an all-out invasion would be too costly, so they advocated for a minor rebellion to wear down the British forces from within. The Scottish Highlands provided the ideal setting for inciting opposition. The clan's feudal nature would aid the French in assembling a sizable army to fight for the Jacobite cause. So, fast forward to 1743, when a renewed sense of Scottish nationalism reached its peak. 
That same year, James's son Charles, the young Stuart pretender known as Bonnie Prince Charlie, or simply the Bonnie Prince, began organizing an invasion of Great Britain. The moment, in his opinion, was ripe for insurrection. England had just gotten involved in a World War conflict known as the War of the Austrian Succession. British armies were stationed across Europe, while colonies in North America, the Caribbean, and the Indian subcontinent took up arms as well. With Great Britain focused on war efforts around the world, the Bonnie Prince reasoned that a revolt at home would never be expected by the British. He sailed to Eriskay, Scotland in July 1745, where he gathered additional clan chieftains to his cause. 20,000 joyful civilians received the Jacobite army in Edinburgh on September 15th. Charles plotted his invasion of England, while James, the old pretender, was proclaimed King James VIII of Scotland. In mid-November, Charles laid siege to Carlisle and eventually marched into the city with 5,000 infantry and 500 horsemen. After that, Charles cruised into Manchester with ease. Jacobite morale surged and the English throne appeared to be within reach. The Hanoverians, on the other hand, were not about to give up without a fight. To put down the insurrection, King George II, the son of George I, summoned his brother, the Duke of Cumberland, from the front lines in France. The Duke chased the Jacobite invaders with plenty of soldiers and resources. Charles, who just seized Derby, was suddenly surrounded by two armies. The Bonnie Prince resolved to go north to the safety of Scotland. On Christmas Day, the Jacobite army arrived in Glasgow. They were able to defeat the British army after being reprovisioned and rearmed. The British onslaught, however, persisted. In January 1746, the Duke of Cumberland and his troops arrived in Edinburgh and marched against all the Jacobites. On April 16th, the Jacobites made their last stand at Culloden Moor. For over an hour, superior British firepower pounded the Jacobite ranks. The Bonnie Prince ordered one more desperate attack, but his Jacobite clansmen were slaughtered with their inferior flintlock muskets, knives, and daggers still in hand. Once the dust settled at Culloden, the Jacobites lost roughly 2,000 men, while the British suffered only 300 casualties. The clansmen who were not executed for their actions in the uprising were usually shipped to the colonies, resulting in the first large-scale Scottish immigration to the New World. After the English regained control, they swiftly punished the Scottish people for their rebellion. The wearing of kilts, tartans, which were the colorful patterns that identified individual clans, and the playing of bagpipes were soon outlawed, along with other outward expressions of Highlander culture. The days of the Highland clans were over. But some Highlanders were more hurt over Charles abandoning them when they needed him most, and that set the stage for the prince's unique getaway plan. In 1746, Flora MacDonald embarked on a journey with Bonnie Prince Charles because Flora's patron, Lady Clanrenald, was a Jacobite sympathizer. She was kept up to date on the prince's movements after his soldiers were defeated at Culloden. Despite not being a strong Jacobite supporter herself, Flora was moved by the prince's predicament, who now had a 30,000-pound bounty on his head, which is just over $8.7 million today and he was being pursued by government forces across the British Isle. Flora decided to help when a plot was devised to sneak the prince to the relative safety of Skye. The prince was to be disguised as Betty Burke, an Irish maidservant, and sent to Skye. They embarked in a tiny boat across the sea to Skye after a few days of preparation, just as the militia arrived nearby. 
To cover his identity, the prince wore a calico robe with a quilted petticoat and a headpiece. The prince's risky wanderings lasted for a few more weeks after landing safely on Skye, until he finally managed to flee Scotland aboard a ship destined for France. He and Flora were doomed to never see each other again. Flora was imprisoned in London shortly after for her role in the young pretender's escape, but she was quickly released and became a social celebrity since the story of her bravery captivated the public's interest even then. Flora eventually married the son of MacDonald of Kingsburg and moved to North Carolina with him, where he rose through the ranks of the Royalist Army to become a brigadier general during the American Revolutionary War. He was in prison there, but he and Flora eventually returned to his ancestral home on Skye. Flora MacDonald died in 1790 on the Isle of Skye, and her tomb may still be seen there today, not far from where she initially arrived with the lad who was born to be king. As for Bonnie Prince Charlie, he spent the rest of his days drowning his sorrows in alcohol, stuck in continental Europe, and never returning to the British Isles. During the Seven Years' War in 1759, Charles considered another invasion, but the Jacobite hopes were shattered by then. Charles Edward Stuart died in Rome on January 31, 1788. A devout Catholic to the end, he was laid to rest in St. Peter's Basilica in Vatican City. The fabled escape had such an impact on Scottish culture that a song was even made to commemorate it, the Skyboat Song, or as you probably know it, the theme song from Outlander. So, did Bonnie Prince Charlie really dress in drag to escape Scotland after his defeat at Culloden? Yep, it actually happened. Thanks so much for listening to Did That Really Happen? And stay tuned for our next episode. I'm your host, J. William Ditton.